So my name is Cindy Tennant, and I get to be the kids director here at, at the Open Door. And I am so glad to see you all here today. And one of the things that we hope to get right is that kids and youth will learn early on in life that you can trust Jesus, period. He is always good and true. And in James 1.7, James wrote that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So today, I want everyone listening to know that God will be there for you in every season of your life. He is more than enough. And whatever you are facing, whatever is going on in your thought life, let's choose to trust God. Amen? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for today. I thank you so much for the worship team and that last song of gratitude. Father, I don't have anything fit for a king. I have the words that you have given me, and I have the breath in my lungs that you have given me, just like everyone else here. So, Father, I pray as we dive into your word today that your message would hit where it needs to hit, and that there is something here for everyone. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this place. And it's in your name that we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. So we are doing something new over the next four weeks. And the thought was to tie VBS in with Sunday mornings and bring it all together so the church is on the same page. So we started last Sunday, and our question was what does it mean to be wise? We learn that the Bible is full of wisdom, and it's the best place that we can go for that wisdom. And God places wise people, like our small group leaders and our pastors, in our lives to guide us and help us by their life experiences. We also read in Luke 2, 41 through 52, and learned how Jesus sat with the wisest people in his days and asked questions and also joined in the discussions. He obeyed his parents and did all he was asked. And he grew wiser, he grew stronger in stature and in favor with God and man. So I want to know, have you ever heard the saying, the adventure starts when everything goes wrong? How many have heard that? I've never heard it. I was like, I've never heard this, but maybe somebody has. I don't know. So we're actually going to take that statement whether you agree with it or not, we're going to pretend that everything has gone wrong with the classic game of Would You Rather. Have you guys played Would You Rather? I feel like I play that like almost every day with my kids. Would you rather do the dishes or whatever? Go out with your friends. They probably picked the go out with your friends. But Okay, so we're going to play this, this, this game. And the way that this is going to go is if you would rather do this thing, you're going to point to this side, and this is your left. I had to get this correct, but this is my right, but this is your left. Or you're going to point to this side if you would rather to do, do this, this thing. Make sense? Simple, right? So let's try it. Left. Right. 
You guys got it. Okay, here we go. First scenario. While paddling down a river, your boat springs a leak, causing you to jump out of the boat and into the water. Would you rather wrestle a crocodile or tangle with an angry hippopotamus? Croc, hippo. <laughs> Some people are like, I don't want any of it. <laughs> awesome. Interesting. Okay, second one. Your SUV breaks down in the middle of the jungle. Because we live in a jungle. You need to move quickly. Would you rather ride on the back of an ostrich or be carried by a massive gorilla? Ostrich? Gorilla? I don't know. The carrying sounds pretty nice, actually. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, last and final one. You are being chased by a pack of angry lemurs. They're all looking at you right now. To get away, would you rather jump into a river infested with hungry piranhas or swing across the river using a tail of an unsuspecting python? Piranhas? Python. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Thank you guys for playing. That was fun. So fun. So there, there are no right or wrong answers. You're not going to go home and get an F if you didn't choose whatever. So um, it was just fun to see your faces on the choices that you made. Some of you are like, I don't want any of them. So it was, it, was, it was fun. So if you selected the option that was less risky, it's probably because you think about things a little bit more, right? And some of you selected the option that sounded the most fun. Regardless, everyone in this room, you gave a little thought to each scenario before reacting. Now, I want you to think about your life. Think about the situations and conflicts that you face throughout your week. Like, for instance, maybe your sibling screams at you for wronging them in some way. Or for you adults... Things are very stressful at work right now, and you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Or for the whole family, you've lost a loved one, and you just wish you had a little bit more time with them. When moments like this happen, how much effort do you put into thinking about how you respond And I know this is going to come as a surprise to you guys, but I've never been uh, chased by a pack of angry lemurs. I mean, I've never been. So, however, yeah, there they are again. However, I have argued with my husband, and I've argued with my kids. And many of those times, I have never given one thought whatsoever to my reaction towards them. I never considered the consequences of my actions or how my actions might make the situation worse. 
And I'm pretty confident that I'm not the only one. So every day, we react to situations without thinking. And most of the time, the consequences, they're not that great. But the potential consequences, those can be catastrophic. Like, for instance, if you're driving down the road and you get that text that you've been waiting for all day, and it finally came through, and you're like, I'm just going to look at it really quick. No harm, no foul. And the second that you pull that phone up like this, the blue lights are right behind you. So how do we change? How do we make sure that we take time to stop and think about how our responses may or may not be wise choices? That's our question. So like I said last week, if we want to know how to make the wise choices, we need to gain some wisdom. And the best place to go for that is the Bible. And that's what we're wanting kids and youth here to understand. It's when you open that Bible, when you dive into it, you are building that firm foundation that you need for your life. So last week I shared Proverbs 9.10. And it says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And I mentioned how that word fear means honor and reverence. So the honor and reverence of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we're going to be heading to Proverbs in just a moment and seeing if we can answer that question. So King Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived. And his wisdom, along with the wisdom from a few other people, they were all written in the book of Proverbs. And I'm really excited that you came today because we are going to look at something written in an ancient proverb of Solomon's that will help us when we face these tough situations. So I want to read a life event of Solomon in 1 Kings. We can go there, Old Testament, 1 Kings 3, 10 through 14. Now to set this up just a little bit, um, Solomon was just made king. His dad just passed away, King David. And Solomon was praying to God. And God came to him by a dream. And this is what God said to him in verse 5, actually. I backed up a little bit. Ask what I shall give you. And later on, down in verse 9, it says, Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this, your great people? Verse 10, it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, and God said to him, because you have asked this, I have not asked for yourself, you, and you have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before, and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days." 
Imagine being a young king with the opportunity for the God of the universe to give you whatever you wanted. Whatever you wanted. What would you ask for? Think about that for a little bit. What would you ask for? When this happened to King Solomon, he asked for wisdom. God was so impressed and gave Solomon a whole lot of it, which is why we have the book of Proverbs now. And much of the wisdom God gave Solomon was written down right in this Bible. So following the advice in this book, we can help help us live a wiser and better life. And that wasn't just God's heart for Solomon. It's for us as well. So today, I would like for us to go to Proverbs 22.3. And turn there. Proverbs 22.3. And it says, The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The prudent sees danger and hides from him, hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Seems pretty easy to understand. When faced with danger, protect yourself. Find shelter. Now, when we think of danger, it's important to broaden that definition just a little bit. Um, Because we think of those situations that, oh, danger, run and hide, like a tornado. We're going to go find shelter and hide, right? Or if there's a fire in your house, you're going to seek Shelter some way. We have to remember that dangerous situations could also include things like lying to avoid getting in trouble. Or talking negatively about someone to others. Called gossip. Or how about this one? Just a little flirting never hurt anybody. Or I'll just flub on my tax returns just this once. All situations in life have an element of risk when not treated with wisdom. So this next scenario that I'm going to share with you all, um, it's for kids. But I also want you adults to just be thinking about your own scenario, your own situation. Maybe you're going through something very specific right in this moment. God makes divine appointments with his kids and wants to give you the tools to make sure that you are allowing wisdom to take the lead. So here we go. Kids, let's suppose a friend of yours finds an answer key to a really important science test. It has the answers to the entire thing. Multiple choice true faults, and the dreaded short answer. Your friend has always been quick to include you in their happenings, and this situation is no different. Your friend seeks you out to give you the answers to help you score well on this test, too. How sweet. It's a tempting proposition. Since science has never been your strongest subject, And a good test score would definitely help. Now, 
You could let your brain think of all the praises you would receive from your classmates, your teachers, your principals, for the perfect score you'd receive on this very difficult scientist. Or you could dream of all the riches you would receive when your parents bump up that allowance for such an incredible grade. But obviously, cheating is not the wisest choice. Now, at this point, you might be asking, well, then what is the wise choice? So using this scenario, let's check out three easy steps that we can take to avoid danger. First one is stop. Like this guy. It's important to take time out of your day to just stop. Adults, stop. Just stop. When you stop, it keeps you from jumping straight into a bad decision. Getting a good, good grade may boost your dreams of getting into that college that you have been dreaming of. But you want to stop because stop gives you a chance to process the right choice. The next one is think. Like this dude. Thinking gives you a moment to consider the consequences of a poor decision. So stop. Think. This could give you a clear mind and avoid the temptation of getting your phone and taking that quick photo of the answers. Thinking gives you a chance of better judgment calls and avoiding the, sh- the sharing of that, of that text and pulling out your phone during the test is what helps at this moment is to think. Stopping to think would allow you to ask some important questions like, if I cheat on my test, what's going to happen? If I take a picture of the answer key and I share it with everyone, is this what Jesus would do? Or if I take my phone out during the test to copy the answers, is that godly wisdom? I like what Proverbs 14 15 and 16 says, it says, the simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. Simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. Verse 16, one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a foolish, but a fool is reckless and careless. The last one is act. We got this little guy. Once you've stopped and taken time to think it through, then it's time to make your move. It's time to go to your safe place. Like what Proverbs 22.3 says, the prudent sees danger and hides himself. So back to that scenario. When offered the opportunity to cheat on a science test, the safe place is to decline the answers. Decline looking at it. But also in that safe place, include your friend. Include the people that are around you that are about to walk that way as well. And ask them not to cheat. Ask them to give it back to the teacher. So from the beginning, God designed his people with the ability to think and act according to his wisdom. 
I'm going to say that again. From the beginning, God designed people with the ability to think and act according to his wisdom. So with his help, we can stop, we can think, and act on the wise choice. The safe place is not always the easiest option. But following God will lead to the wisest option. Yes, there may be times that it'll be easy. And other times it might be very, very difficult. But what we have to keep in mind is that God is always with us. Through all situations, God is there to help us make the wise choice. Natalie Grant is a a Christian singer. And in 2004 or 2005, she actually released a song called Held. And this song came out in a very difficult time in my life. And I just wanted to read a couple of just one verse that she says. In this this song, she says, This hand is bitterness. We want to taste it. And we want to let the hatred numb our sorrow. And then she says, The wise hand opens slowly to lilies of the valley. It's either this one or it's this one. So what we have to keep in mind is that God is always with us through all situations. God is there to help us make the wise choice. Don't forget Proverbs 22.3. God says to write it on our hearts. The prudent sees danger and hides himself. Danger is going to take all shapes and sizes. And God gives us the ability to recognize it. But in order to do this, we must not plow through the situations that we go through and not give any thought to it. We must stop and think. And if you need help with that, remember, there are wise people everywhere that are wanting to help with that. Your small group leaders, people that you are in community with, we're here to help each other. And then we must act and move into our safe place. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for this day. And I thank you so much for your word. God, I pray that as we go through this week, that this message plays in our mind. And maybe these these. Three little steps. We have heard them before, and we've heard them before, and we've heard them before. But maybe this time they will stick. That you want us to stop and to think. Think on your word. And pray, Father, that as we do that, that we are looking to the Bible for the wisdom that we need to carry out everything that we go through in life. That we're meditating on your word and that we're moving it in towards action. I thank you, Father, for for all of those that, 
that are here, Father God, and those that will be listening to the playback. And I pray, Lord, for those that are going through some tough situations right now in life. But that you would just walk alongside them and let them know that you are there to lead and to guide and to show godly wisdom. Father, we love you and we thank you so much for all the blessings that you have given us. And it's in your name that we pray. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you, worship team. All right, so I get to do the takeaway with you guys. Just a couple things. This is the last week of ordering Jimmy's pizzas. So if you haven't done that, we're still trying to get to our goal. If you would like to do that, you can see Casey back there. Um, with the pizzas, and also VBS still going on. If you haven't signed up, you can also see Casey back there. She can give you some more information on that. Um, so, so the takeaway, wisdom is only effective when it is put into action. As you leave here today, I want you to think about your life, your situations, your influences, your danger. Then answer this question. What could keep you from being wise? Remember to stop, to think, and act before. Oh, there, there's a little dude. Yeah, act to help live your life with God's wisdom. What is getting in the way of that? Take time to think about these things. Pray and ask God to help you discover his wisdom and how to make the wise choice.